Building Years Podcast with Justin Alexio and Jeremiah Watkins. New episodes every Wednesday. Welcome to the show. What's up, guys? You are listening to the Building Years. This is Jeremiah Watkins. That was so professional. Yeah, man. <laughs> it's Justin Alexio. Wrecked immediately by the. <laughs> that was so professional. <laughs> uh, to, every time we try to pick up our game here, <laughs> we comment on. No, it. but we're we're you know we're those loose slacker guys. I dude. know. Come we're on, loose. we're not professionals. Yeah, we are. We're fucking. Dude, look how big my head is. Look at this hat. That's a pretty big. Hat and head, dude. I looking, I'm like, this is ginormous, and like looking at it. I mean, I'm, the hair fills it out too. N- a little bit, a little dude. Bit. A little bit, but like, I have a big ass head. Yeah. I'm getting flashbacks when I was in sixth grade. Uh, big Daddy just came out with Adam Sandler. Yeah, and so they called me. I, I uh, they called you Big Head or Egghead? No, wait. I'm trying. I'm getting confused. They, they called me Jughead when I was in third grade. Good grief. Third to fourth to fifth grade, and then sixth grade. I was so happy. Because my uh, my nickname changed because that year sixth grade Adam Sandler's Big Daddy came out and I had to dude I had to wear Rex specs when I was a kid uh, and so they called me Scoob Steve from uh, Did you like that? I liked it better than Jughead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean I, I would take Scuba Steve over Jughead as well. Oh man, I did. Wow, I haven't thought about that in like ten years. Wow. Dude, when I would go up to bat, the whole dugout would be Scuba Steve. And I would I would strike out a lot. So. <laughs> Glad I could bring back those memories for you today. Ah, oh, damn it! Whatever. Big head, big dick, ladies. Um, dude, you know what? Just you know, I don't. I try not to get too personal on the podcast. I was dating this girl Angie for a little bit. I guess I shouldn't have said her name. <laughs> you accidentally <laughs> name drop so much on this podcast. I try to protect their identities, but whatever. At least you're not saying their last name. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so, you know, we were dating. We're, we're now not official anymore, but we kind of still date, whatever. But anyways, one of her friends listens to our podcast and listened to it a couple weeks ago and said, relate some of the information back to Angie. I was like, damn, that's the second time that's happened to me. It's fucked up. What happened to bro code? That's what I want to know. What was her response to you talking about her on the podcast? Why well, I wasn't talking about her. It was some story about me, how I try and hit on girls after my stand-up shows, um, which, you know, is true. Was she one of them? Uh, no, she wasn't. I met right. her at softball. But I, they were just saying, one of her friends told her, like, hey, you know, you, you know what I heard Justin say on the podcast? He tries to holler at girls. After his shows, and I was like, "Damn, bro code, man." Because first off, everything I say, almost everything I say on here is true, but I mix up timelines. I might have been talking about some a couple weeks ago, just talking about it in the present. Yeah, tense. not like currently or anything. <laughs> but she was like, "Guess what I heard from my friend?" I was uh. like, oh. <laughs> I was like, oh. Man. But dude, bro code. Like I would, dude. I know. I would. I don't get involved in that. If I know somebody's cheating on their girlfriend or boyfriend, nope, not my place to tell. I think karma will get them, and they'll find out eventually. Also, I think if someone's cheating on the other person, the other person knows like 90% of the time. You think so? I think so, yeah. Like, you can tell. Because some people just act weird. It's weird. Like, I don't know. I don't know. You've never been cheated on, but I've seen some shit. I've seen girls like, yeah, like, I've had girls where I'm dating them, 
they'll get a text, they'll run to their phone, then just like hide their phone. And I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> so like you can just read stuff like that. Or if like they're overly nice to you after a night of hanging out. Dude, every time I take my girlfriend to the comedy store and Ian Edwards is there, he's always like, Jeremiah has been cheating on you. He's like, he has a different girl every night. <laughs> he says that to Maya, and uh, he just like keeps like, like, he's like, yeah, one girl, sometimes even two a night. <laughs> he just does it to, to mess with me, and uh, I'm like, oh, yep, that's that's me. That's classic Jeremiah. Yeah. Dude, you're you're such. That's how I know you're a good guy. No, never been, never cheated on your girlfriend in the city of angels. Wow, what a feat! <laughs> it is though. Is it really though, dude? I would say out of my friends that are in been in relationships five plus years, ninety percent of them have cheated at least one time. Really? A lot of time they're like the one time they realize it was a mistake, and then they have to give it beg for forgiveness, or they just never tell, which I think is the smarter play. Um, but uh, yeah, so ninety percent, I would say, out here. Yeah, oh yeah, you're you're one of the ten percent that is clean. Wow. Because if I, I and I do, I tell them like, dude, don't tell, like, because it's just gonna make that person not trust you, and it's over, game over, relationship's over. If you want it to keep going, but some people can't live with themselves. As Maya says, once a cheater, always a cheater. <laughs> dude, that's, that's it. What, that's what the girls' motto <laughs> mottos are. Yeah, dude, it's like in Friends when. Ross kind of cheats on Rachel. You never goes, trust Ross the same after that. <laughs> Ross, how could you do that? That's Jennifer Aniston. Why would you cheat on her? Dude. I still can't believe Okay, like, Brad Pitt changing over to Angelina Jolie. That still blows my mind. Angelina Jolie is hot and everything, but it's like, that's Jennifer Aniston. She's beautiful. And Wait, did he cheat on her? Oh, he yeah. did? Oh, yeah. shit. He switched and married Angelina Jolie and had kids with her while See, he was dating Jennifer Aniston. Do you think that's fucked up, though? Because some people think that if you cheat, but then you marry the per you end up with the person you cheat on them with, that just means it was meant to be. Uh, there's always a way. You should just... Ugh, I can't... Why are we talking about... <laughs> hey, like, we got to talk about celebrities you're, you're, to get the numbers up. <laughs> dude, yeah. Builders, what's up with that? Every time we sell out and label these podcasts like Nick, Nicki Minaj and throw a picture of her butt on there... It gets listens. You're not listening. Like 10 times as many listens. Like, it's Dude, crazy. It's crazy. Uh, yeah. Emails at the building. Here's at <laughs> gmail.com. Tell us what you want to talk about. If yeah. you really just like our point of view on celebrity stuff, I guess we can start talking about that more and more. But, uh, you know, Justin and I like to talk I about I think our the lives numbers speak for themselves, Jeremiah. Our lives and what's going on. <laughs> you know what I mean? Speaking of lives, you in New York this week, right, dude? Yeah, dog. Uh, before I talk about that, have you seen the 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 Adult Swim? The Too Many Cooks? Yeah. Dude. Yeah. It's so funny. Dude. It's so weird. Okay, so when I first watched it. Yeah, did you like it, or what was your response? My, first, my initial response was like, all right, it's getting a lot of heat. Let's see what it's about. I watched the first two minutes of it, and then I stopped it. I was like, all right, I get it. I was like, it was funny, but it got kind of old after a while. And I didn't realize the the it transforms. Like I just thought it was gonna be ten. I saw along the video, I thought it was gonna be ten minutes of like the Full House parody. Right. And I was like done. And then I was like, ah, people keep talking about how genius it is. And I just watched the whole thing. I was like, oh shit, it's so funny. It's really funny. Yeah. It of course is at the like, it's but, repetitive. Well, that's know, the but, point. Because that's the point. I read the I read an article about from the creator. He's like, the point I was trying to do is, you know be funny and then you know wear it down and then right when you're about to get sick of it then switch it up and then it's funny again he's like that's what letterman used to do he's like 
And I was like, oh, that's exactly. Dude, he nailed so many genres of TV in that. Dude, I was getting flashbacks. <laughs> it was crazy. Dude, my favorite one was the space one. Oh, <laughs> there can never be too many cooks. Oh, it was great. It was dude, really in funny. those 80s car- like cartoons, I was like. Dude, Smurf. <laughs> Smurf killed me. Smurf, that animated cat. for Oh, that's so good. Oh, shout out. But, dude, I was like. It just proved to me the internet's crazy. Like, dude, that thing aired at three thirty in the morning on Cartoon Network when they usually play infomercials. Yeah, and then it was nothing, and the internet picked it up. And then it's just a couple directors because they were fans of the you know how he was spoofing so many different genres, and then it just because they've got all these followers and then just yeah. picked up traction, and then HuffPo picked it up, and it's Spider like Spiderweb, baby. Woo, Spiderweb. Why can't any of my videos get the Spiderweb? Yeah, how come Chick on the Side never got that Spiderweb, baby? <laughs> come on. You guys like that shit? Uh, yeah, man. Yeah, that, it was that, funny. Go check it out. That was really Dude, funny. Dude, and I, I had that song stuck in my head for like 24 Too many cooks. Too many cooks. Uh, so good. I was like, I want to create something like that. Yeah, that was great. Make that music. Uh, yeah, uh, I actually watched that in New York. Uh, but yeah, so Justin was asking me about New York. Uh, the reason why I was in New York was uh, I got invited to Comedy Central's New York Comedy Festival, and it was a pretty amazing weekend, guys. I was uh, really happy with uh, what was going on in my show, Stand Up on the Spot, the improvised stand up show with Jeremiah Watkins was invited, as well as. Uh, the Roast Battle, who was created by Brian Moses and um, and uh, Jeff Ross. Uh, um, How baller that you got to be on two shows. Dude, it was pretty awesome. I got to open my show and then run over and do the Roast Battle because they were both at 10 p.m. And they luckily <laughs> were down the street from each other. It was a five-minute walk. Dude, that's awesome. And uh, Jeff Ross asked me, he's like, uh, do you need to do that other show? I was like... Well, the thing is, it's my show. Like, I created it. <laughs> like, it, yeah. I, I have to do it. I have to, like, I'm leaving my show to come do this show, which I wish I could have enjoyed both of them on separate nights because it was awesome. That's like, weird that it's at the same time. It's at the exact same time. Did like, you know that, like, early? We knew that, like, weeks ago. And then. So, did once you opened your show, did you just leave it in the hands of, like, Amy or something? Uh, I left it, well, uh, W- with Robbie, yeah. yeah, Robbie hosts Robbie Sloak. Uh, he's our resident host at the stand uh, in for stand up on the spot in New York. Uh, every month he hosts it, so I was like, I opened the show, and then I was like, all right, guys, uh, I'm gonna bring up um, uh, your your next comic who's actually gonna host the rest of the show. I have another show down the street, but he's you know the resident host here. He's he's always does a great job, and, and it worked out really there? well. It was sold out. Dude, that's uh, and the the stand seats sick. like eighty six. It's like a smaller uh, damn uh, venue, but like it was great, man. Eighty six, dude, out in LA, that's like a huge venue. <laughs> uh, well, for eighty six though, like usually for LA, that's not like a sold out crowd though. Right? No, but, but yeah, I'm but saying no, member wise. People, no, yeah. that's dude, that's an amazing. I, there's like yeah. No, I no, I was super grateful that that it packed out, and Amy Hawthorne who helps me. Produced out there, she she always does a great job, and uh, uh, and Robbie and Casey also uh, help out. And Robbie hosts it. Everyone's Casey Balsham, but yeah, they they do a great job. Um, yeah, that's why I let them. I trust them to uh, to take care of it for me out out in New York. And I. Uh, it's also cool, like whenever you go to New York, you know you got a show to go to. 
Well, yeah, that's what, well, and which is nice, like, because I'll be going down the line. I plan on going to New York more and more often, so I hope it'll. When be you're testing for SNL, more usual. Uh, we'll see. Oh, uh, speaking of just NBC and stuff like that, so I took a picture in front of NBC in New York. Yeah, I saw. I think I liked it. Okay, you got what I was saying by trying to get a job here. Like I'm working hard to try to get to SNL, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, people Dude. think you were testing for something. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> they took it the wrong way. I had family members that were like, "Good luck," uh, and, and other one person thought I was trying to be a page, and I was like, "How disrespectful <laughs> to me is that? Do you think I'm giving up comedy to become a page at NBC in New York? I'm going to move across the country. What? Uh, what? Well, yeah, like, why would you go why to? Why would I go to? Why would I go to page? Anyway, that that kind of pissed me Dude, off. That's- so funny. It was funny though. Uh, I was like, "All right, that's <laughs> funny that you." Like, even if you thought that, why would you put that on the internet? Dude, I don't know, <laughs> but uh, so. And then I had friends from like in the Midwest that were like, uh, "I know you're gonna get this," and I was like, <laughs> like "I'm not going into interview for anything. It's not what I'm doing. I'm saying uh, I'm dude, trying so to get funny. a job here, like eventually. Like I want to be working on Saturday Night Live, but I'm not like auditioning for anything right now there, <laughs> or like meeting somebody." But whatever. But man. at least, uh, at least you know people got your back. Yeah, that's true. I mean, it got a lot of likes, which is I was not the intent. Dude, I was that, just like yeah. making a uh, casual, like trying to get a job here. Dude, uh, that's my biggest nightmare. Like that, like doing, like r- like shooting a TV show, like a part on TV show, then posting be on it tonight, and then just never being on it, which just happened to a bunch of my friends. Dude, that's what was so like frustrating for uh, a couple of our friends who are on that in Living Color reboot. Yeah. I never saw the light of day. And that was on Deadline. That was everywhere. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I'm sorry you had to go through that. Oh, no. It was. <laughs> oh, then Jamar, because I was complaining to Jamar neighbors about it. Uh, I was hanging out with him this weekend. Uh, he, uh, he commented right after that. He's like, "Keep doing what you're doing, bro. You got this in the bag." Like he, like he heightened it even more. Because uh, yeah, he just. <laughs> I was like, I read it and I was like, Jamar, you're a dick, and he just started laughing. Uh, okay, so we so uh, we flew into New York on Thursday. Did night. you fly into LaGuardia or JFK? JFK. Oh, dude, you don't want to go to LaGuardia. That's like a third world country airport. Uh, I've been through there. It wasn't really that bad i think it's so bad and then on top of that that's jfk was more smooth definitely oh yeah definitely and laguardia has the pigeon or the geese problem Mm. like they always that's what took down that plane because they just have geese that's like a migrant path for them Uh, anyways go ahead so we fly in thursday uh afternoon uh and then it becomes around 10 o'clock on thursday night and uh we get into new york around that time on thursday night like 10 ish and we are all walking as a big group um, to look for a taxi or a shuttle or something. And this guy is like, how many people do you have? And we're like, six. Oh, no, we have seven. He's like, seven. Uh, okay, I fit you. <laughs> and we squeeze seven people into his van. Oh, Jesus. And, uh, that's on top of him. So that was... Uh, Eight people in a that was eight people plus in, baggage in a van, plus baggage. <laughs> it was so it was really tight, basically. But um, so we get into his van, and it's not a marked van. There's no signs of Uber. There's <laughs> nothing. There's literally it's completely unmarked. So and we start driving. We're like, how much is this gonna cost us? And he's like, hundred and twenty dollars. 
And at first we're like, no, we're trying to lower it and stuff. And then we're and Eric Marino's like, okay, fine, hundred twenty dollars. That includes tip. He's like, okay, okay, okay. And we like got after he dropped us off. It ended up being an amazing deal. Seven people for one hundred twenty dollars is super cheap. Yeah, and luggage like all transported. Um, so I ended up uh, staying with uh, Willie and Jamar at a hotel uh, at the Hilton, <laughs> and we all we all uh, crashed in that room for the weekend, and then we went straight to a uh, Comedy Central party, and it was pretty awesome. It was, there's was just like a bunch of dope comics that were there, and uh, caught up with some people that we knew from from LA that were there, and don't those moments feel very surreal? You're like, dude, <coughs> holy yeah. shit, I moved to LA. And look where I'm at now. Yeah. And there was a couple. It's kind of interesting. Like, people aren't conscious of when they're doing this. But whenever people see you in a place that they don't expect to see you, they give you this look like. How'd you get here? <laughs> not that necessarily. Almost like, oh, this guy's doing better than I thought. <laughs> <laughs> or like, leveled well, up in my this, book. This like person I, does it. I don't have to look down on this person anymore. No, yeah. It's <laughs> almost like, a, oh, this this guy's working or something. Yeah. So Whoa. I got a couple of those looks where <laughs> like, where people are like they're Jeremiah. Like, they're like, You're here for the festival? And I'm like, Yeah, doing a couple of shows. Yeah, yeah, bitch, I'm here for the festival. <laughs> uh so that was very cool. And uh we stayed there pretty late. Then Jeff Ross took us out uh to this diner. I think it's called Veselka's. And I tried a pierogi for the first time. It's mm, like do pierogies. Jewish soul food as Jeff Ross calls it. Yeah. Yeah. And uh was dude, it, it was amazing. Oh yeah. Holy shnikes, it was so good. And uh, then uh, Jeff like covered our, our our cab fare to get back to the hotel. He was really good to, the, to us this weekend. Like he knew that we, how broke all of us were, so he like covered a lot of like That's Uber I, trips and, and taxi rides. I can't wait till I got some money and then I'll treat all my poor friends. I'll be like, everyone eats at Denny's tonight. I'll pay the eighty dollar thing. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was, yeah, he was he was and awesome. It would, it would just nice. be Denny's because I'm cheap bastard. That's okay. <laughs> Hey, man, I'll take free Denny's <laughs> free Denny. any night of the week. Uh, and then Friday, we just kind of hung out and did the same thing. We went around to different clubs, and then Saturday was the show nights, and that was really hectic. We, uh, for for the Negro Wave, uh, me, Willie Hunter, and Jamar Neighbors, we had to go around New York trying to find props and different stuff, and it's way harder than out here. You didn't, Yeah, you didn't bring props out there? Just we like, didn't want to check a bag and all that stuff. No. So, which... In hindsight, <laughs> it would have been easier. It might have needed rather than doing that, but we got it. You learned. We got good stories out of it. Yeah. We. Uh, Why was it harder? There's just less. It's props. so spread out, and there's no like prop places around, and uh. the 99 cent stores are not as good. So <laughs> we we found some stuff, but then we decided to go to Chinatown, oh, and yeah. that's where we found everything that we <laughs> ended up using for the show. And was, dude, Chinatown is like there's always like an element of danger and coolness. I like Chinatown. It was cool, man. It, it was it was very cool for sure. There was a, uh, uh, this one guy who we almost got lost a couple times on the subway, like for certain trains. And this one guy, like, purposely didn't tell us that we were on the wrong train because he didn't like us. Because Jamar goes, "Hey, man, we're looking for you know the shitty part of town where we can find some cheap stuff." <laughs> and it was like this. And that's where that guy lives, probably. There, yeah, and there's this New York history. He's like, "What are you talking about, man? All of New York is beautiful." <laughs> and we're like, uh-oh, wrong guy that we just asked. <laughs> and uh, he goes, where are you guys from anyway? We're like, oh, we're from L.A. He goes, oh, that and he, he goes, huh. He goes, good luck. And then somebody else goes, 
he, they overheard our conversation. They're like, you're going to Chinatown? We're like, yes. They're like, this is the wrong train. You need to hop on this one. And they're like, oh, thank you so much. Oh, Screw <laughs> that guy who tried to, to hold us back. Also, like, if someone came to your town and called it shitty. It but like, but Jamar's like, you know what I mean. Like, <laughs> like we were looking for, like, the, like, discount places. Yeah. That's so funny. That's hilarious. Well, the hijinks in New York. Was it cold? This snow? No, not no, yet. No, it didn't. Yep, all, all the above, not yet. Uh, it was cold, uh, but Ari Shafir had given me a leather jacket a few years ago that I wore while I was out there, and it was super comfortable and warm, and... Uh, yeah, Saturday night, the show night, both shows sold out. The The roast battle had over 400 people in there. It was sold out, and there was standing room. Like, people were standing. What the fuck? It was fuck? insane. That's crazy. And Who uh, did it? Ari Shafir and Big J Okerson were the main event. Um, Kurt Metzger and Jesse Joyce. Jesse Joyce, is a, he's been a, a, a roast writer for, like, the last 15 years, and he's, like, on, in the Friars Club and stuff, and he used to be a Greg Giraldo's writing partner. Mm-hmm. He they opened the show and then um, uh, Bonnie McFarlane is that right? Bonnie, I have to look that up. I'm mad that I don't know her last name. I think that might be right. Uh, versus uh, Mike Lawrence was one of the other ones and uh, uh, Jermaine Fowler and Monroe Martin. They went two against one against Mark Normand and uh, yeah, it was like it was a good um, what was the venue? progression at the Gramercy Theater the uh, night before when we were doing rehearsal. Aaron Carter was warming up, getting ready to perform. Dude, that's dope. yeah, it was crazy. It was like, what? This is so weird. And then, yeah, Did you say what's up to Aaron. No, I didn't. But, I would have. But fuck. he knew Jeff Ross. It was hilarious. He's like, <laughs> Jeff, what's up, man? <laughs> How random. And Jeff had probably just met him over the years somewhere, and uh, we were just like, this is so bizarre. We're going. We're performing at a venue that Aaron Carter is performing at. The next, I don't know. This is very. Dude, whenever I'm in New York City, I'm always like, thank God I don't live here. <laughs> it's so, it's too much Dude, stimulation. I got spoiled like, by not having to drive this weekend. It's, it was so nice to not have to drive. Yeah. Like, even taking the subway or like taking taxis. Oh, like, we took a taxi out to the airport because we like, didn't have enough time. And it was like, it ended up being like 60 bucks for two people, which that's not like terrible because if you're splitting it, you know, because yeah. from here to LAX, it was pro- it would probably be about thirty bucks. Yeah, like even if you Uber or whatever. Yeah. Uh, so that was yeah, man. But yeah, the the roast battle uh, uh, overall went well, and people in New York really liked it. So that's what was most important. Like, w- w- of course, we know like things we could have been tighter with certain things or whatever, but uh from an audience perspective it, it killed so that's all that matters so and both shows did i, I checked to see how the rest of the stand up on the spot went at the stand and uh, everybody did really well amy said and uh yeah man it was just a great weekend we went to uh a couple after parties on saturday then we just stayed up all night went to the airport and uh flew back into la nice yeah what a weekend then watch a little Walking Dead and dude, the Maya and I just watched movies and TV all day yesterday after we took like a four hour nap. It was awesome. The life, and I didn't even have to ask Maya to pick me up at the airport, which is even better. Nice, you guys just look uh, at you. All uh, right, Coach T, the DJ, which oh, Coach dude, T, kid, dude, we've had kills. Coach T on here. I know, yeah, with with Moses' podcast. Uh, he his girlfriend gave us a ride back into LA, uh, so that was that was very nice of them. 
Dude, nice. What a weekend, Jay. I'm proud of you, buddy. Thanks, man. You did good. I, I would say that this is one of my first more legitimate credits that I can use. Mm-hmm. Other stuff. Like I have some other things, but this is like a... You got some pending things. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. What a good word for that. Transaction pending. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we'll see. Well, what was uh, your week like, man? I've hogged most of this podcast. Wasn't as cool as that. I should have went first. <laughs> uh, no, I just, well, I just, I just had shows and uh, how'd the shows go? They were good. I mean, nothing too extraordinary to talk about. Although, I, I'm getting used to people coming up to me and being like, you know, like, I just don't get you. I'm starting. I'm like, I'm like, all right, girls I'm, or guys? It's always dudes. Always they're dudes like I don't get you. Well, they're just like you're too emotional. Like you're like I've, I I had someone this like is little bit I don't, this is what I don't understand about you is because you whenever I'm around you with certain groups of people, you're the least emotional person that I've seen. So how are you emoting in these other situations? I don't know because I guess I talk about like I don't know. On stage is the only place I feel I can be a hundred percent honest. There's absolutely. No facade. Obviously, I'm going to dramatize stuff. So, right. But like, right. Anyways, so I just like, there was a guy who came up to me. He's like, You're not a man. Like, a man wouldn't do that. You're a fit. You're an LA man. That's what he called me, an LA man. And I was like, After one of your shows? Or yeah. What? And I was wearing my fedora hat and I was like, He's fucking right. <laughs> it's like, I'm not, dude. I was, I was thinking about it. I was like, If my dad, like back home, my stepdad, if he saw me crying in acting class or like, the way I'm dressed right now, the fucking Christmas sweater and a fedora, like he would, he would talk so much shit, like he would not be proud of this right now. <laughs> I'm so different. LA's changed me. I meditate now. I eat a lot healthier. What happened to me, Jeremiah? I mean, Don't you feel like it LA's sounds changed? like positives? No, that's positive. No, I like who I am. Yeah, but I'm just saying, LA is definitely. When I go home, they call me Mr. Hollywood. The main thing that I you asked me if I've changed. I've changed, uh, yeah, of course, in some ways, but I don't care as much about being respectful as I used to. <laughs> I've just lost that. Like, um, if people are like, uh, I mean, obviously, I try to like not speak out uh, and say certain things. Like, whenever there's little kids around, because their parents, they don't need to. They they have to deal with that like days after. If I if if somebody in like a group of friends says something inappropriate, mm-hmm. and you're in front of little kids, and the little kid like gets that in his head and starts repeating it, that's like a problem for the parents now for days or weeks. Yeah. So I try to be respectful in that regard, but just like I forget how long that I've been out here, and that certain things that I say now are very shocking to normal people because. We as comedians, we hear the most vulgar stuff that there is. So our gauge for what is gross or or what is inappropriate is so skewed. So oh, yeah. if we say something like even like I, I remember the first time I said the word slut <laughs> and uh, like on stage somewhere like outside of L.A. And it got kind of like a <gasps> like and I was like, <laughs> oh, yeah, I got to remember that certain things are, are you just can't. Dude, my uh, my stepmom chastises me for writing cuss words on Facebook. She's like, why do you do that? And I was like, because I think it's funny. It's how I need to deliver whatever funny idea. She's like, do you know I have a Facebook? Like, other people who maybe you respect also have Facebooks? And I'm like, 
I don't give a fuck. Like anyone that is just eight, what industry? They're not gonna care. So why do I care? Right. I on some videos I'll put like explicit content on certain <laughs> stuff, but other on stuff. The I'm booty just song. Like, <laughs> yeah, I had to put that because I was like, there's gonna be some church people from back in the day who are like, oh, Jeremiah made a video. <laughs> Click on it. Oh, booty song. That sounds nice. Oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah. I don't did, know. Did you say your mom liked that one? Yeah, she thought it was hilarious. Okay. Because your mom doesn't like the vulgar my, stuff, right? No, she doesn't like certain certain things, really. Uh, there's only been one or two videos that I have not shown my mom because like, I was like, uh, she just... That Rihanna like one? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to show her that one. Uh, uh, one of my all-time favorite videos. Uh, <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, Go find it, guys. Uh, and... Yeah, there's certain things that I, uh, um, but that that's about it. She's pretty cool. My family's pretty laid back. It's really more my dad for for stuff like that. Oh yeah, because my dad gets more upset. Like what? <laughs> <laughs> like with certain like I wouldn't show him the booty song. No, no. Does he would he not like it because he doesn't like his son to be doing that kind of stuff or because he doesn't like how his son can be perceived by other people? Probably both. I mean, yeah, yeah. I don't know. But also, too, what I've had to explain to my parents and family members over the years is like, okay, in certain things that I'm going to do, I'm playing I'm, characters. Yeah, I'm not me. It's not me, Jeremiah Watkins, being like, I endorse this kind of behavior. <laughs> I'm a lot of times making fun of or parodying yeah. that type of behavior. Right. And that's why I'm like, I think it's funny and so ridiculous that I should make a parody of it. That's And that's where... Uh, a decent amount of my comedy comes from it is I'm making fun of Whatever. how ridiculous I think certain things are. Sure. Yeah, uh, I don't know. Oh, man. Well, you got any shows this week, Jeremiah? Yeah, man. The Roast Battle, uh, I think, is starting to get pushed back a little bit earlier so more people can come because uh, uh, it was at midnight every Tuesday, and I think it's going to start... Like, the undercards are going to start coming uh, by, like, around 11.15 or something. Like, 11.15, 11.30. So, uh, I'll be there uh, every Tuesday for that. And uh, I believe that we're going to have a new Thunder Pussy this uh, Friday at the Ice House, 10 p.m. That should be going down. And uh, then we have a value menu show on Wednesday, 10.30 p.m. in the DCT. It's a free show at iowa west so come check that out and that's with justin alexio peter banachowski and christopher edwards and uh other than that i'll be at the comedy store on other nights throughout the week uh so you can catch me there at jeremiah stand up on twitter and jeremiahwatkins.tv and every monday for the rest of uh uh until mid-december there's a new sketch every monday with gringo so youtube.com slash gringo sketch at Justin Alexio on Twitter, guys. Uh, yeah, that, that value menu show, again, 1030 DCT. And then the only show I'll plug is I'm going to be at the Hollow Room. I don't even know where the fuck that's at. I think it's in Echo Park. Uh, I think it's an old dance floor they converted. So it's a fucking alt show, I feel. But I'll <laughs> throw up the details on Twitter. So, uh, yeah, that's it. All right, guys. Uh, I'm Jeremiah Watkins. Email thebuildingyears at gmail.com uh, with any questions or comments. Cardinals are eight and one. Suck our bird penis. And that comes from a guy wearing a fedora. <laughs> <laughs>